Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Time to end America's longest war. When President Biden took office in January, he inherited an agreement that his predecessor had reached with the Taliban to remove all remaining U.S. forces from Afghanistan by May 1st of this year. As part of that agreement, the previous administration pressed the Afghan government to release 5,000 Taliban prisoners including some top war commanders. Meanwhile, it reduced our own force presence to 2,500 troops. In return, the Taliban agreed to stop attacking U.S. and partner forces and to refrain from threatening Afghanistan's major cities. But the Taliban continued its relentless march on remote outposts, checkpoints, villages, and districts, as well as some of the major roads connecting the cities. Anthony Blinken shows up. Yesterday, he was speaking in front of Congress. Didn't show up. He's there on a Zoom call. Weirdest thing in the world. Today, he's showing up. Showing up and blaming Trump. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Trump is the reason we had this problem. Trump is the reason for the bad withdrawal. Trump is the one who did everything wrong. This is desperation from a desperate, desperate man. But that wasn't all he had to say. By January of 2021, the Taliban was in its strongest military position since 9-11, and we had the smallest number of U.S. forces in Afghanistan since 2001. As a result, upon taking office, President Biden immediately faced the choice between ending the war or escalating it. Had he not followed through on his predecessor's commitment, attacks on our forces and those of our allies would have resumed and the Taliban's nationwide assault on Afghanistan's major cities would have commenced. That's his argument. And that, kids, is one of the many, many reasons you want to have Antony Blinken testifying in front of you. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, Tony Katz, everything at TonyKatz.com. That's T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z. Let me tell you what I mean. Anthony Blinken gave a series of responses yesterday and now into today that everybody in America knows aren't legit. Rather, they are the responses of somebody who is pushing the ideological narrative as opposed to a factual one. There are questions that were asked yesterday that I got to admit I was not prepared for. There was this question right here from Representative McCall of Texas. Bagram went down. The embassy went down and we went dark. We have no eyes and ears on the ground. We've lost intelligence uh, capability in the region. That includes Russia, China, and Iran, as you know. This is a national security threat as China moves in. For all I know, they may take over Bagram Air Base. But this over-the-horizon capability, I believe, is exaggerated. It's not a viable option it's too far away did you negotiate with countries like uzbekistan or or Tajikistan to put an isr capability there and my last question is it true that president putin threatened the president of the united states saying he could not build intelligence capabilities in the region i had never heard that before i have absolutely no idea Why in the world 
uh, that question is being asked. I had never heard that that was a, a, a possibility. Really and truly don't know. But there it is. An interesting question. And not one that I had heard about, about threats. But you could clearly see Russia not being happy with the United States wanting to build any kind of intelligence apparatus in the region. They don't want the U.S. in their backyard kind of snooping on them. But never mind the question at this moment. Check out the non-answer from Secretary Blinken. Um, this is an this is an important question and one that, in its detail and substance, I think we need to take up uh, in another setting for reasons I know that you you very much appreciate. Let me just say this uh, very broadly, and you, you you know this very well, given your your focus and expertise on these issues. The terrorist threat has metastasized dramatically uh, over the last twenty years, and it's most acute in places like Yemen, uh, like Libya, uh, like Iraq, like Syria, uh, like Somalia. And of course, uh, we have much greater and different capabilities than 20 years ago in terms of dealing with that threat. Uh, And in many countries around the world, we deal with it effectively with no uh, U.S. boots on the ground. Uh, We lost some capacity for sure uh, in not having those boots on the ground in Afghanistan, but we have ways and we are very actively working on that uh, to uh, to make up for that, to mitigate for that, to make sure that we have no. eyes on the problem, to see if it reemerges in Afghanistan, yeah. uh, and to do something about it. Why do you have these hearings? Well, that answer is a great reason why. To have on the record the Secretary of State lying so blatantly, oh, we may not have any boots on the ground there, we may not have any intelligence there, but we can find out what's going on. We have ways of getting it. No, you don't. You had an intelligence apparatus, and you let it go. And you let it go with Americans still being left behind. You ended it. Not Donald Trump. You. The Biden team. The Biden administration. The so-called adults in the room. The reason you have the hearings is not because there's going to be some grandstanding. Producer Ari hates these hearings. Hates these hearings because he hates the grandstanding. And you're a lot like him. You just want questions and answers. You want to understand what's going on. You don't need anybody creating some kind of television commercial from the sound bites. But that's exactly what's going to come. And what's going to come is Anthony Blinken making the suggestion that somehow we still know what's going on in Afghanistan when we clearly don't. It is a lie. He's lying. We have no idea what is going on. This whole idea that we took out an ISIS-K member with a drone strike doesn't seem to be an ISIS-K member we took out, but we may have killed an American contractor. We may have killed some kids in this drone strike that was sent forth by Joe Biden to prove that he's really still in control in the area. You're going to have Anthony Blinken blaming Trump? That would have required sending substantially more U.S. forces into Afghanistan to defend ourselves and to prevent a Taliban takeover. Taking casualties and with at best the prospect of restoring a stalemate and remaining stuck in Afghanistan under fire indefinitely. You understand that the conversation he's having here is the supposed conversation of, well, we're stuck into this deal because of Donald Trump, and we can either go with the deal or we can start a war. You got one! 
the purpose of these hearings? Anthony Blinken is giving you the fantasy story of what could have happened if Joe Biden hadn't had acted decisively. But we saw how Joe Biden acted, and it still happened. You said Joe Biden did X, Y, and Z, so it wouldn't happen. But 13 U.S. service members, including Corporal Humberto Sanchez, I'm not trying to use his name in vain, please forgive me, of Logansport, Indiana, being laid to rest as I speak, flown home to Indiana where thousands of people lined the streets, thousands of motorcycles followed the procession to pay their respects. Honestly, Hoosiers doing it right. You should be proud of yourselves. What a sight. One of 13, and you know there's probably more. So what Joe Biden planned, well, if we didn't do this, we would have had a war. You had one anyway. And none of it explains why you left the way that you did. Why would you leave in this haphazard manner? Why would you not evacuate the American personnel and then the SIVs, the special immigrant visas, first? You can blame Trump from now until the cows come home, but none of it matters. All it proves is that you're some weird fetishist, dude. All it proves is that you can't get over Trump. That guy rules every part of your being. Yes, 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 yes. Never mind he lives in your head rent-free. He owns you. You think that's the answer? You think Trump is responsible for 13 dead U.S. service members? No one believes it. Why have the hearings? Because moments like this come from hearings. I would have liked Congress to be in session. And I would have liked to have heard from everybody actually wanting to know how we did this so poorly. How we failed at this withdrawal. I don't necessarily feel that way about being in Afghanistan, although it's very clear we did a lot of things not right. But people who served there will tell you we did a lot of things very right. I'm just saying. Uh, There's a lot to that conversation. But nothing happened correctly from this withdrawal. Absolutely, positively nothing. And if we had a decent body politic, we would actually get answers. But we don't have a decent body politic. So Republicans have to do this. And what is the one opportunity you get? You get to have the Secretary of State or maybe the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, or maybe the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Mark Milley, on the record proving themselves liars and fools hateful bigots that's the best we can do producer ari it isn't what i want but sometimes it is the best you can do oh i can't accept that when you have an entire political party that won't even look at it you see if you tell me about january 6th isn't that how republicans are acting on january 6th no 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 Many Republicans will tell you what happened on January 6th was terrible. That was the riot at the Capitol. Now, it wasn't the same as September 11th as some damn fools said out there. And if you think January 6th was worse than September 11th, the ignorance is so great, I don't, I, I don't know how we're ever going to talk to each other. Hell, I don't even know how you drive a car. But you've got a multiplicity of Republicans disgusted by what they saw. 
They just didn't think it was an insurrection. And then they know that Nancy Pelosi engaged in this way, isn't interested in finding out what happened. We already have reports that there was no uh, coordination heading into this. We have videos of people being invited into the Capitol, including the, the, the shaman dude, invited in, told that he could stay. So, so how is he breaking and entering or doing anything else? You have the questions about why they weren't stopped right there before they got into the Capitol. I don't disagree with this, and I don't even disagree that it was scary. I wholeheartedly agree that it was probably scary for a lot of people. It was scary for the business owners in Minneapolis when their businesses got destroyed and for the people living in the area of the Chaz Chop in Seattle and living in the hellscape of the Antifa violence that is Portland. A lot of places are scary. It isn't more scary because it's the capital, and it wasn't an attack and assault on democracy. I would say that's everything that has happened in Minneapolis and Seattle and Portland and Indianapolis. And so, of course, September 11th was far worse. I mean, we have to rank these things. Can you imagine? But we don't have a party that's interested in finding out facts. We have a party that's interested in further putting Donald Trump on trial. It's been two impeachments. Just get over it. He's just not that into you. But you're totally obsessed with him. You are Glenn Close, Boil the Bunny, obsessed with him. And they're doing it again. Believing if they can put it on Trump and say Trump enough times, you will forget their incompetence. But now I've got Anthony Blinken just flat out lying. Flat out lying about the situation, about the ramp up, and about the power of the President of the United States in that situation. So yeah, this is the best you can do. And that's why it's important. That's why it mattered. I guess you could argue we didn't need the whole thing. You could argue, yeah, whatever. We know what happened. But if you don't try, you don't know. You see, the January 6th Commission is clearly about trying to engage in partisan politics. I don't know the political party of the 13 U.S. service members who were murdered or the Americans that were left behind. And I think they deserve more. I know they deserve more than the radical partisanship and the lies of Antony Blinken and what looks like the entirety of the Democratic Party. I'm Tony Katz.